Pepsi products are three for ten eighty eight when you buy three or more. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro in the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh, it's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic outer boxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. It's time for The Setup. The fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in here on a Thursday edition of The Setup here on The Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here for the next hour or so. Here on the Ticket Radio Network, also streaming online, 953theticket.com, through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. Also on Twitter, at uh, the Ticket Radio, Facebook, uh, at the Ticket Radio, and uh, Twitter, at the Ticket Radio Network there as well. Um, obviously, no shortage of things to, uh, to talk about today in regards to a state. The men's basketball team continues to get hit with transfer portal news. Uh, saw earlier today where uh, A-State Chancellor Kelly Dampus announced his resignation to take a spot at Texas State. So, you have all that going on at uh, A-State that we'll undoubtedly dive into over the uh, over the next hour or so on the show. And then, obviously, we'll try to get to... Um, some other things as well, but that's going to be the uh, the majority of the conversation for the first uh, couple of segments on the show today. So, obviously, a lot of uh, a lot of A State news, a lot of it that is not great A State news that we'll get to uh, over the course of the first couple of segments on the show today. But right now, Andrew Bowen will get us caught up on some headlines. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. The reigning Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year is in the transfer portal. North Shadow Mir, who spent the previous two seasons at Arkansas State announced the decision Wednesday on social media. Amir led A-State last season with 18 points and 12 rebounds. He was one of three Red Wolves entering the portal yesterday, joining Keon Wesley and Mario Fantina. Additionally, head coach Mike Bellotto will have a staff vacancy to fill. Assistant coach Mike Scaturio announced he will be leaving the coaching profession. Also in A-State news, the bowling team is set for their 14th straight NCAA championship appearance. The Red Wolves earned an at-large bid in the 16-team field. In Wednesday's action, the St. Louis Cardinals topped Washington 29-8 in spring training, and the Memphis Grizzlies clinched the Southwest Division title and the West's two-seed in the playoffs with a 
112 to 111 win at San Antonio. And this has been your daily headlines brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. All right, so true story this morning uh, was sitting around as like 1035, 1040, whatever, and saw that uh, coming from the Texas State side of things that they, they had put out a tweet, and it was kind of weird in, the, in which way they had put out the tweet because they said uh, essentially that Kelly Dampus was the leading candidate for the president role. However, however they phrased it. They phrased it kind of weird on on Twitter. And so you, you saw that this morning, and uh, he has been named the sole finalist for the presidency of Texas State was how they phrased it. So at that point, it was kind of like, all right, just go ahead and announce it, and let's let's get this over with because at that point, if he is the sole finalist, he is going to get the job. And so it, it was kind of weird how the – you know, Dampus news originally broke, and I don't think anybody had any indication. I don't want to say anybody, but I don't think most people had any indication that this was this was coming uh, because it broke. And just and <laughs> talking with a couple of people in the office, like, what the heck is going on? So yeah, it, it was wild. It uh, <laughs> it was pure just shock and like, what's going on? Uh, so. You know, Texas State announces that he's going to be the president, uh, or he is the lone candidate for the, the lone candidate remaining for the president. And then, uh, I guess about five minutes later, there was an email that went out to to all A State emails from Kelly Dampus, where he announced he is resigning as the chancellor at A State. Quote: he, uh, Part of his uh, message was, "Quote: When I came to A State five years ago, I pledged to do everything that I could to help the members of our faculty and staff reach their full potential." While here, as Beth and I take this opportunity to be close to her mother, our family, and friends, we pray that our A-State family understands our decision to return home and knows that we gave our university and adopted hometown everything we had in our time here. So, uh, obviously, there's more uh, from the press release through Arkansas State, but that's just a part of his quote. And, you know, we kind of got to talk about it last hour uh you know, when you talk about Kelly Dampus, you usually mention Canada and that he's from Canada and all that. But, you know, I don't think he gets mentioned a whole lot that he went to Sam Houston State and later to Texas A&M. And so, obviously, Texas is is a little bit of home. And so, he's uh, leaving a state not only to uh, to get closer to home, but also, I mean, it's, it's an upgrade. He's going from a chancellor to the president at Texas State. So, it, it's an upgrade in, in job title and salary and in just about everything. And so... That was, uh, obviously, that was, you know, some shocking news to hear uh, earlier today because, again, you know, I don't know that anybody was kind of pre-warned of this. At least with most of the transfer portal stuff, you had a general idea of, you know, who was going to be leaving A-State, uh, whether it was a few hours before or whatever. You, it, I felt like you kind of knew most of this transfer portal stuff was coming before it actually came. And then the Kelly Dampus news comes and like, I don't think anybody had any idea that, uh, that, that was, uh, that was coming. So obviously, uh, you know, did a lot of great things in his time here at a state uh, was, you know, very vocal in, in athletics and especially on, uh, on social media. And so that's something that uh, a state definitely will, uh, will miss uh, is his, in his time here at uh, at a state so uh 
in addition to everything else going on, A-State is now going to be on the search for a new chancellor as uh, Kelly Dampus has departed for Texas State to be the president there. So, crazy, crazy day. <laughs> crazy day, crazy week. That was just kind of the icing on top of yeah. on top of everything else. So, that was, um, I guess that was the first bit of news that came out today. And then we saw more transfer portal news. Obviously, uh, Norshad O'Meara, you know, we talked about it on the show yesterday. It was highly rumored that he was going to be in the transfer portal, but uh, I guess it didn't come out until later last night, maybe around 6 o'clock or so, that he was actually going to be in the portal. You know, he put out a graphic and a whole deal on Twitter thanking A-State and officially going to the portal. Um you go and look at the portal rankings from whoever, whatever website you get your portal rankings from. North Shadowmere is, you know, in the top three or four of available guys in in the portal, ranked by literally everyone who follows it. So obviously, the number of there's going to be no shortage of schools that reach out and try to get him to come there. Um, among guys currently in the portal, he's first in rebounds and second in scoring. So obviously. You know, a ton of a ton of schools are going to reach out. Uh, there's there's been rumors that Arkansas has reached out, that Tennessee, that Texas A and M, and then most recently um, Kentucky. And not to get in the same conversation we got in a couple of hours ago, but uh, you know, obviously, players from overseas have had a tough time getting NIL deals. And matter of fact, like literally, no one has except Oscar Shibway who was one of the best players in college basketball this year and was at Kentucky. And so that is interesting from the standpoint that Kentucky has already gone through the whole legal process of getting a player from overseas to be able to get an NIL deal. And so while I don't think this is the NIL has a whole lot to do with it, that certainly would be an added benefit for Norshad maybe trying to go to Kentucky. Obviously, who knows where he's going at this point. This He could announce something two hours from now or two weeks from now who knows Um, but undoubtedly there will be a lot of interest and a lot of people that will reach out so was just kind of this morning just kind of scrolling through Facebook and just seeing who had shared or commented or liked or whatever Norshad's post and one of the things I saw and I don't remember if it was an actual post that North Shadow Mirror made or if it was a post that someone else made and the, the comment was in that section. Matter of fact, I think it was the latter. But former A-State coach, John Brady, I thought, had an interesting comment on Facebook about the North Shadow Deer thing. North Shadow Mirror thing. Uh, quote, it's too bad the state of college basketball today. The school signs this young man and he chooses to come there and play. When he benefits from what Arkansas State does for him, he can leave for a bigger school at the head coach's expense that gave him the opportunity. I can't get my arms around that. You did good, Coach Pilato. To me, it's not fair, end quote. Uh, I don't like that take. <laughs> I, uh, I I have mixed I have mixed, mixed thoughts on that take. Number one, uh, I, I do think there is a level of truth to it. Uh and I don't necessarily know that I agree with it, but I do think there is a level of of truth to it. Uh, obviously, you know, North Shadowmere was in year two or year three of playing high school basketball when he got brought to A-State, and the last two years was phenomenal for A-State. Was 
undoubtedly the best player on the roster at all times, and undoubtedly, no, even though he only played here two years, is is going to go down as one of the best players to ever put on an A-State basketball uniform. Not a doubt in my mind, because there is still a legitimate chance that he is going to play pro and not pro overseas like pro NBA. Uh, so, without a doubt, the one of the best players to ever put on a uniform at A-State. And I get that, but also at the same time, I kind of understand where where Omir is coming from in the sense that you want to be able to improve your draft stock, and if you want to do that, then you're going to go power five. Yeah. The the issue I have with it in is that two weeks ago he put out a statement on Twitter saying that 100% locked in, ready to come back to A-State, and had re, re-upped his commitment to A-State two weeks ago. And now – Yesterday, he's in the portal. So, to me, that's the only issue I have with it. If it was a deal after the season, uh, you know, right after the season was over, where he's like, hey, I'm going to the portal. Like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, no, I agree completely. You need to stick with your uh, decision, not kind yes. of flip back and forth. I totally agree with that part. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the take that, you know, you're abandoning the team or the coach or anything. It's, you know, ba- college basketball – while a lot of people don't like it, it is somewhat of a business. So he's making a business decision for his future, and yes. I, that's totally fine with me. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, again, from an A State standpoint, it it sucks. I mean, you you, you yeah, lose no, a guy 100%. that was the most exciting player to come through here in a while, one of the best players to ever put on an A State uniform. And so, from that perspective, it it stinks it, it stinks and yeah. and I get the frustration I get why people are upset and all that and to an extent like I, I I'm kind of the same way because we've been robbed of being able to being able to drive five minutes down the road to watch this guy but also on the other hand I, you know I think it's a double-edged sword where you want to be mad about the decision but also from North Shadow Mirror's standpoint you kind of get the decision of mm-hmm. hey I can go play power five and improve my draft stock and maybe be a first round pick or second round pick or whatever next year so that to me is just kind of it, it, the transfer portal is a little bit of a two-headed monster because on one hand one of your biggest contributors for A-State this year who is now in the portal again but one of your biggest contributors for May State this year on the basketball standpoint was Desi Seals guess what that's a portal guy uh so, you have had help with the portal in both basketball and football at A-State, but also it's hurt at times with yeah. guys departing through the portal. So, you know, it's it's a little bit of a, a, a double-edged sword uh, or whatever you want to call it. So The portal give and the portal take away. Yeah, <laughs> and to me, like, you have a chance now to add players that 10 years ago may, may have never transferred. True. But also, you lose players that 10 years ago may have never transferred. Also true. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's kind of pick your poison there. So, it the transfer portal is great until it hits too close to home, and all of a sudden you now have five guys. Uh, is that right? Yes, five guys that have gone portal. So, yeah. North Shadow Mirror started it. Well, I don't guess North Shadow Mirror started it off. Keon Wesley and Mario Fantina started it off. Then it was North Shadow Mirror. Then today, about noon, it was Desi Seals. And then just uh, about 30 minutes, 45 minutes ago, it was Lazar Grobovich who announced he was going into the transfer portal. Um, Grobovich and Fantina, I I feel like people expected that because they were guys on the bench that weren't playing a lot. But now three of your five starters from this year have gone portal, and you've lost one to graduation. So you only have one starter back for next year. 
and that's Caleb Fields. And that's tough. That is that, that is, is very tough. That yeah. is tough. So you know, one of the one of the big worries that I had had about the portal was you kind of run into a deal where uh, especially guys that maybe only have one or two years of eligibility left, you run into kind of a deal where they're going to transfer to a Power 5 program, finish out their year, finish out their two years, and try to get to a point where they can play beyond college basketball. And so I, I feel like you kind of run into that deal where Power 5 programs can kind of purge some of the best players at the mid-major level for a year or two as, as they want to you know, help their draft stock or make money off NIL deals, which, again, I don't think that's the deal with – I don't think NIL had anything to do with North Shadow Mirror because it's, again, going to be tough for him to get an NIL deal. But that is kind of the um, situation that you're uh, that you're at right now. So I, I, I just feel like for, for a mid-major group of five, whatever you want to call it, to retain a star player with – with the NIL deals and with you know everything else going on, that it it's going to be tough at times, and it just you know it it stinks when it hits close to home like this. So definitely, um, definitely, I would be interested to know because uh, on the Norshad thing, because uh, again, two weeks ago we put out the graphic where he said he's you know committed to A State. He did the hour long podcast where he talked about how you know despite people being in his ear every single day that he was committed to A-State. I would like to know the timeline here of kind of when this turned and when this became a deal where he's like, all right, I'm entering the portal. Um, it had to have been – there had to have been a certain team that piqued his interest. because, And I don't even know if it's that. I don't even yeah, know if it's that or if, you know, people that were had been in his ear the whole time finally wore him down and he's like, all right, I'm going to the portal. But I would love mm-hmm. to know the timeline there because – and again, I don't know how much I buy into this, but you know there were rumors yesterday before his name was even in the portal, he was already down to a top three. Which again, I don't buy that, but also the fact that you you know of schools that have already had interest and have found ways to reach out, it tells me that this wasn't just a spur of the moment type deal. So I would like to know the whole uh, timeline there with uh, with North Shadow Mirror. So it, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Uh, the Desi Seals thing is going to be interesting, too, uh, just given the fact that this will be his second go-around in the portal. So, obviously, I'm sure he'll be trying to look looking to do a grad transfer where he can go play somewhere for a year and then be done. But, uh, man, it – and I don't know what the number is now. But this morning, uh, there was over 1,000 players in the men's Division One transfer portal. It was uh, 1,020 players – in the men's basketball division one transfer portal. And while from an A-State standpoint, that's a good thing because obviously you're going to have to supplement what you lost with uh, with guys coming in from the portal because now you're down to five guys to the portal, two guys to graduation. So obviously you're going to have to you're going to have to add depth uh, via the transfer portal. So that's good that there's so many players in there and you can you know be able to hunt through a portal. But also Holy cow, some of these players are not going to find spots. And there's going to be a lot of players that don't find spots in this portal yeah. this year. I mean, it is it is absolutely crazy. It's, it's going to be mayhem just like it was with uh, college football. And, and honestly, I think it, I think right now in college basketball, it may be crazier than it, it has ever been in college football. And, and I, I know agree. college football is going to have more numbers because obviously they're going to have more numbers because there's more players. But when you have a 12, 13-man roster, whatever you have at most places – 
and you have over a thousand players in the D one portal right now. That is that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's uh, it's not not great. <laughs> so, but we'll see what happens. Anyways, uh, Norshad Omir, Desi Seals, Lazar Grobovich, Keon Wesley, Mario Fantina have all gone to the transfer portal. Uh, Mike Scutero, we talked about it on the show a couple of days ago, has announced he is getting out of coaching. So, A-State has a vacancy on the men's basketball staff that they're going to have to fill. Uh, and then Kelly Dampus announcing earlier today that he is departing A-State to go to Texas State to be the president at Texas State. So A-State is going to have to fill in uh, a chancellor role as well. So uh, it feels like we are – it feels like we're about 15 years removed from last week when we had – or two weeks ago, last week, whenever it was, when we had – the Destiny Rogers press conference, the Bryant Kerwig press conference, the announcement that Mike Bellotto got an extension, the announcement that Izzy Higginbottom was transferring here. It feels like all that stuff happened about 15 years ago, given everything that has happened this week. So it has been a it has been a crazy week for uh, for a state without a doubt. All right, uh, so I, I'm sure we'll continue talking about this some whenever we come back. But right now we're going to take a timeout. We'll. Continue talking on the A-State side of things. Uh, maybe look at some national things going on around college athletics as well. That's coming up after this time out here on The Ticket. We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on The Ticket Radio Network. Beard Auto Group is kicking off our trade-in and trade-up event going on now. Beard needs your trade. Beard will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Beard has hundreds of Beard certified vehicles to choose from. Why not trade your old ride in for a new one? And reset your warranty? Yes, that's right. All Beard pre-owned vehicles are inspected by our pro technicians with most vehicles still having factory warranty. Beard has a large selection of cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs available to choose from. Beard has national lenders with millions of dollars secured just for you. With interest rates as low as three Point nine percent Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no, no problem. problem. Don't waste your money on an O-Ride. Get a Baird certified vehicle today. Baird has 11 locations in Arkansas and Missouri for your convenience. Shop a Baird location near you or check out our low prices online at buybaird.com. Don't get a bad deal. Get a bad deal. Because why pay more? See them for details. Saving service, great selection to Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at Riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to Riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. 
Puppies Beach Grill is now open in the Old Ruby Tuesday building at 2915 Kazi Street, just off Phillips Drive in Jonesboro. Poppy's Beach Grill is the place to go to meet up with friends for great food and a great time. And every Thursday is Catfish and Country Music Thursday. Get a three-piece catfish dinner for only $11.95. Poppy's Beach Grill is now open every Tuesday through Saturday, 5 to 1030, and opening soon for lunch. Call ahead for reservations, 870-333-5189. Great food, fun times, Poppy's Beach Grill. The Ace Day baseball team plays at home this weekend as they host the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. First pitch from Tomlinson Stadium is set for Friday at 6, Saturday at 6, and Sunday at 1. And you can hear it all on the Ticket Radio Network. Ace Day baseball is sponsored in part by Centennial Bank, Bills Cost Plus, Gazaway Ace, 1812 Pizza, First Security Bank, Arkansas State University, Mr. T's, George Kell Motors, Calmer Solutions, First Financial Mortgage, High NEA Baptist, Elite Eye Care, Tommy's Express Car Wash, Jim's Pawn Shop, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Glen Sane Motors, JT White Hardware and Lumber, NEA Golf Cars, Collision Repair, Hijinx, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, WT Equipment, Ritter Communications, and more air conditioning. It's A-State and Coastal Carolina this weekend on the Ticket Radio Network. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on a Thursday edition of the show. All right, so an update to a story we were talking about yesterday where country music star Eric Church canceled his show on Saturday night in San Antonio so he could go to the uh, Final Four in New Orleans on Saturday night to see his beloved North Carolina Tar Heels uh, take on Duke in the national semifinals. So, Obviously, people have continued to react, most uh, most people in a very negative way in regards to how Church handled this situation. So now, Bud Light has chimed in, and they're going to help people in San Antonio out. They have seven different bars that starting at 8 p.m., they're going to offer a free round of Bud Lights to people who were uh, supposed to be at the AT&T Center for the Eric Church concert on Saturday night. So... I think that's cool. Uh, can we get that same thing here for A-State fans that have been affected by the transfer portal, though? That's my <laughs> only question. If you're going to do it for Eric Church, can you do it here like at, I don't know, like ASAP? <laughs> yeah, ASAP. Can we can we do that here for A-State fans that have been affected by the transfer portal? That is my – Need something. That is that is my one request. Uh, by the way, so we were talking about this on on uh, the Workday Red Zone, which uh, Karen brought this up, and I think it's pretty interesting to to kind of look at the men's basketball side of things and what they are going to have to replace. So obviously, you knew going into this offseason, you're going to have to replace Marquise Eaton, uh, that, a guy that's been a staple in your starting lineup for the last four years, five years. Uh, you're you're going to have to replace him because he has exhausted all of his eligibility. So already, you know you're going to be down a starter. But now, Desi Seals goes portal. There's two. Norset O'Meara goes portal. There's three. Keon Wesley goes portal. There's four. So all of a sudden, you're looking at only having one starter back next year, and it's Caleb Fields who you have back. So 
68% of the scoring from this year's team and 70% of the rebounding from this year's team is now gone for A-State. So, uh, that is a little bit of a daunting number. Uh, that that percentage of points and rebounding being gone, and it's all from the transfer portal. Uh, that is that is kind of a daunting number to, to have to be faced with to replace. I, I mean, well over half of your rebounding and scoring from this year, gone. Yeah. Not coming back. It's a hard thing to replace. And, yeah – <laughs> and I mean, I I don't think you can supplement all of that from high school. Uh, so obviously, you're, you're going to have to hit the portal and going to have to have some luck and success in in the portal. You know, obviously, I think there's there's been some rumors, and I don't know how much you know how much uh, you, you want to pay attention to the rumors about maybe there's a player or two from Arkansas that's going to transfer that could wind up at a state. Who knows? But undoubtedly, you're going to have to hit it big in the portal and get three or four guys that can really contribute coming in next year uh because right now I mean that roster has been has been um uh, has been depleted so that uh, that's kind of the latest there from a state on a good a state note though uh last night a state bowling found out that they got their uh they're set for their 14th straight appearance in the NCAA bowling championship so when all else fails a state bowling is here to uh to to save the day um they were at at large selection they'll take on uh youngstown state uh on april 8th um to open up ncaa tournament play so there you go there was some good news from a state last night as a state bowling clinched their 14th straight appearance in the ncaa bowling championship hopefully um and I kind of joked about this this morning. Baseball finally gets a win. They get off the 13-game losing streak, and then the whole world just burns down. So I, I don't know if there's like a direct correlation there or what the deal is, but hopefully A-State baseball can uh, can stay on track this weekend as well as they take on Coastal Carolina at home. All right, that's enough uh, transfer portal and <laughs> all that talk on the uh, on the show today. Uh, in terms of some national news, thought it was interesting yesterday. Uh, two coaching, one coaching hire and one coach stepping down was announced. Uh, saw Bruce Arians really kind of out of the blue announce his retirement yesterday. Uh, but obviously he's been he's had some health issues throughout the course of his career that have have come up. So you wonder if that was maybe a factor in him deciding to step down as a head coach and move into the uh, front office for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Todd Bowles going to take over there. Uh, I don't really know how to judge Todd Bowles because he was with the Jets for four years and never won a thing. And so I don't know how fair <laughs> it is to judge him off of that. Um, Very fair. Uh, undoubtedly, this is going to spark some conversation about what does Tom Brady do? Is Tom Brady going to stay in Tampa and play for Todd Bowles? Is he going to look to request a trade, um, which would just be like the the icing on top of what has been <laughs> a unbelievably cr- crazy NFL offseason? Uh, just a huge plot twist in this entire yeah, thing. You know, there was rumors he was going to request a trade a couple of weeks ago, maybe to the Miami Dolphins. I don't. I hadn't really heard anything about that since uh, those rumors popped up a couple of weeks ago. So 
I think the Tampa situation is going to be kind of interesting to follow as we progress along throughout the uh, the NFL offseason. Uh, another thing we saw yesterday was that Shanid Holloway was officially named the head coach at his alma mater, Seton Hall, which I was under the impression that as soon as St. Peter's was done on Sunday, within like 40 minutes of them being done in the NCAA tournament, there was already stuff out about how Shanine Holloway was going to Seton Hall. And so I was under the impression this was something that was already a thing and it already happened, that he was already Seton Hall bound. But I guess they made it official yesterday into the whole uh, nice graphic and all that for Shanine Holloway. So the the coach of this year's biggest Cinderella in March Madness is uh, now Seton Hall bound and what was – one of the worst-kept secrets in college basketball. I felt like that was being talked about uh, as soon. I, I felt like that was being talked about uh, as soon as the NCAA tournament started. So it, it it's not surprising at all. The only thing that was surprising about it was that they officially announced it yesterday because I could have swore they uh, officially announced it on Sunday after the game. But it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see how uh, he competes in the Big East and see if he can get uh, Seton Hall back on track. All right, so we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll try to uh, to dive into some some basketball talk, uh, talk some Grizz as uh, they were able to get a win last night, which secured a couple of things for the Grizz. So uh, we'll talk about that and more after we come back to this timeout here on the ticket. Kara's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Play ball. The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'll never forget being a student at Little Rock Central High and watching them hold open the doors for the Little Rock Nine. Doors that 40 years earlier had been closed to them because they're black. Good triumphed over evil. That is who we are. The radical left wants to teach our kids America is a racist and evil country, but our Kansans are generous, hardworking people. I was born and raised here. This is where we chose to raise our family. And I want the same for my three kids as yours, a better life here in Arkansas. We don't want our kids living under socialism, cancel culture, and big government taking away our freedom. As governor, I will defend our freedom and champion good schools, higher paying jobs, and a better life for all. Paid for by Sarah for governor. Great news, sports fans. Bentley Sportsbook from Southland Casino is the only online sportsbook live in Arkansas. Visit Bentley.com today to sign up and cash in on your up to $250 risk-free first bet. Bentley Online Sports Betting delivers easy action and real paydays. You can place bets on pro and amateur sports, including college basketball. At Bentley, B-E-T-L-Y.com, you can bet on all the local favorites and get paid in cash for your winners. Bring all the easy action home with Bentley Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. At Plantigan Sports in Jonesboro, they know it's finally time to get outside, and they've got you covered no matter the sport. Get by Plantigan for new and used equipment and apparel for both youth and adults in baseball and softball. They also have what you need for soccer, golf, disc golf, and much more. And if you have outdoor sports equipment at your house that's no longer being used, bring it by Plantigan and turn it into cash. Before you head outside this spring, go inside Plantigan Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. 
There's no question that the COVID pandemic, supply chain issues, and factory slowdowns have greatly affected our industry in the last two years. At Cavanaugh Ford, we have a plan to change all of that. A plan you're going to love. Placing your order for your new truck or SUV during truck month means big rebates, low interest, and you'll be driving your new vehicle by summer. Customize your personal 2022 F-150 pickup and get $3,500 off MSRP. 2022 Ranger, $2,500 off MSRP. 22 Edge SUV, $2,500 off MSRP. 22 Explorer, $2,000 off MSRP. And drive your new vehicle by summer. Placing a retail order and personally customizing your new Cavanaugh Ford is the new way to buy. And during truck month, you'll order and save with up to $3,500 off MSRP, zero interest financing, and you'll be driving the vehicle you customized by summer. Truck month at Cavanaugh Ford. There's never been anything like it. Cavanaugh Ford, 2000 East Highland in Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at EAB eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer it's the fastest hour in sports talk now back to the setup on the ticket radio network All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on the Ticket Radio Network this afternoon. So, obviously talking a lot about A-State men's basketball and the overabundance of uh, transfers that that, that have left the program for uh, for A-State. Now, five players have entered the transfer portal for A-State. there's a ton of different websites that have transfer portal news, uh, 24-7 rivals. Pretty sure both have transfer portal. But there, there is a, uh, there's a website that, you know, kind of focuses more on, uh, like, offensive and defensive rating and just overall performance at what place. And then we'll rank them from one star to five star based on their transfer ranking. And so... It has been kind of interesting to go and look at some of the uh, the A-State players in this website. By the way, website's called EvanMaya.com. Guy's name is Evan Maya, and he does a pretty good job of doing the whole advanced uh, college basketball stats and, and stuff like that. So if you go and look at the transfer portal right now and where he ranks some guys. Now, this hasn't been updated in a couple of hours, so Desi Seals is not on this list yet. So... I am interested to see what ranking Desi Seals is going to get and where he's going to put Seals on this. But if you go and look at this list right now, Keon Wesley is ranked 551 among the over 1,000 players that are in the transfer portal, given a transfer ranking of two stars. So, uh, 
they don't like his offensive numbers on on this metric that they're that they're judging off of. So he's ranked pretty low. But you just go and pull it up, and the second name you see, given a transfer ranking of five stars, is North Shadowmere. Uh, he's behind only Terrence Shannon Jr., the transfer guard out of Texas Tech. So North Shad is at second on this list and is rated as a five-star transfer. So, again, I would I would love to know the number of schools that have reached out. Obviously, you know, we've talked about the rumors that is uh, Arkansas and Tennessee and A&M, and now even Kentucky is maybe in the fold as a destination for North Shadowmere. But undoubtedly, there there is going to be a ton of high major programs that, that reach out to to North Shadowmere, and I mean, listen, it's not a matter of if he's going to be playing for a Power 5 conference next year or not. It's a matter of what team and what conference he is going to be playing for because, obviously, he is going to be able to bump up to the Power 5 either for one year or two years, however many years he wants to play. And what's also going to be interesting is that, you know, and he even talked about it in the Second to None podcast, he did two or three weeks ago, was that the plan all along was for him to put his name into the NBA draft to kind of test the waters. Now, uh, you know, I think the plan was that he was going to go through the whole draft process and then pull his name out the last day you possibly could uh, unless he clicked on with the team somewhere. So I, I, I guess there's still that chance where he could – declare for the NBA draft, go through the process and you know not hire an agent and be able to be able to come back and be in school next year. But there's also a chance that he could go through that draft process and click on with some team. And so I, I don't know that it's a hundred percent definitive that he's actually going to to wind up somewhere next year in college. I mean maybe he goes to the NBA. Who knows? That'll be um interesting uh interesting to follow along, no doubt. Um World of possibilities. Yes, but again, he is ranked as the second best uh, transfer uh, among players in the portal right now. So I'll be interested to see once that list gets updated here in a few hours, I'll be interested to see where Desi Seals is at uh, on that list. But uh, again, undoubtedly a a lot to replace on the men's basketball side. And then uh, just, (laughs) you know, kind of coming out of nowhere today with – with the Kelly Dampus news. Uh, I think you and I were talking during the break. I don't think either of, either of us expected it. We were both caught off guard. And so now we stayed on the search for a new chancellor. And um, It's been a wild week, to say it, the least. Yes, the, the, the transfer portal has taken the way this week, both <laughs> uh, f- both from, I, I guess, a coaching standpoint. Do do we consider Embassy Suites uh, a member of the transfer portal? Because that's we'll, where – We'll count it for yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's where Mike Scutero is going, who was an assistant in A-State. Texas State is in the administration transfer portal because they're getting Kelly Dampus to be their president. Now A-State men's basketball has had five players in the portal. So, uh, again, it feels like it, – and it's it really hasn't been that long. It's been about a week, week and a half since the portal benefited A-State when Izzy Higginbottom um, came over from Mizzou to join A-State. But it feels like it's been – it's been a full lifetime since the transfer portal has not taken away from A State. It's it's been harsh, but 
hopefully it'll uh, come back around and giveth sometime soon. That would uh, that'd be nice. That would be great. Uh, by the way, in NFL news, I, I I guess cap space just it it isn't a thing. It it's a complete myth. Uh, you can be eighteen billion dollars over cap space and nobody cares because Bobby Wagner is signing with the Rams. So the Rams pretty much have uh, an All Star team now. They, <laughs> I mean, uh, they're they're like the Dodgers. I mean, I just I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, le- legitimately, the Dodgers have an All Star team. Yeah, and now the Rams are trying to be on that same level where they have an All Pro guide every position on the field. It would be really funny if they didn't make the Super Bowl or didn't win the Super Bowl. But yeah, I just I don't see it. Not I, I would happening. love to know their payroll and how they are staying <laughs> how they are staying under the cap. Now, someone's getting a pay cut somewhere. I mean, maybe they're going over and they're and they're content to pay millions of dollars in luxury tax and stuff like that every year, but come on, man. Bobby Wagner to the Rams now. I I mean, it legitimately is an all-pro team. It's kind of annoying that cap space has turned into almost like an idea and it's yeah. not it does it just doesn't feel like it's enforced because you have these i guess millionaires and billionaire bil, the billionaires owning the team and they're willing to pay these luxury taxes which just defeats the whole purpose of having a cap space so i don't know i don't get so, it so cap space giveth and cap space taketh away there is <laughs> yeah, an exactly. instance though where the cap space could potentially Giveth. Uh, I thought Robert Perry had some interesting comments this morning. We'll touch on that. We'll touch on the Grizz and their win from last night after this timeout here on The Ticket. Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on The Ticket Radio Network. Most prices down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. May corn at 7.48 and three quarters, up 10 and three quarters. With July corn at 7.33, up 13. May soybeans at 16.18 and a quarter, down 45 and three quarters. With July soybeans at 15.98, down 44 and a half. May wheat at 10.06, down 21 and a quarter. July wheat at 10.02, down 21. May cotton at 135.69, down 4.15. With July cotton at 132.07, down 4.13. May rice at 16.01, up nine and a half cents. July rice at 16.30 and a half, up 10 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle 139.37 and a half, down 80. June live cattle 137.12 and a half, down 87 and a half. March feeder cattle 155.90, down 7 and a half. With April feeder cattle 161.40, down 227 and a half. April lane hogs at 101.75, down 277 and a half. May lane hogs at 113.57 and a half, down 342 and a half. That's your EAB market countdown, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, 
the Marines. Poppy's Beach Grill is now open in the Old Ruby Tuesday building at 2915 Kazi Street, just off Phillips Drive in Jonesboro. Poppy's Beach Grill is the place to go to meet up with friends for great food and a great time. And every Thursday is Catfish and Country Music Thursday. Get a three-piece catfish dinner for only $11.95. Poppy's Beach Grill is now open every Tuesday through Saturday, 5 to 1030, and opening soon for lunch. Call ahead for reservations, 870-333-5189. Great food, fun times, Poppy's Beach Grill. The Storehouse has a new location, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, and they have everything for your business. Office supplies, office furniture, fireproof files, printer towers and ink, break room supplies, cleaning supplies, bathroom supplies, self-inking stamps, printing, and so much more. The Storehouse offers free delivery, and you can order online or over the phone if you need. The Storehouse, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, or call 870-972-6360. Put your business in the hands of the experts at The Storehouse today. The second annual Delta Roots Music Festival in historic downtown Helena, Arkansas is set for Saturday, April 9th. And this year honors the memory of Phillips County's own musical legend, Lee Von Helm. Headlining this year is The Wake, named after the band's iconic song and led by longtime friend and bandmate Jim Weeder. Also included this year, Funky Donkey, Dwayne Stevens Band, Raj Arnold, Mother Hubbard and the Regulators, Live Wire Band, Bailey Hepley, Colin Linden, the Arkansas Brothers, and the Kate Brothers. Tickets for the festival are $25. Kids 12 and under free and can be purchased online at DeltaRootsMusicFest.Eventbrite.com or at the King Biscuit Blues Festival office, 319 Phillips Street, Helena, Arkansas. Hours for the festival are 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Arts and crafts, food vendors, and a cash bar and more. The second annual Delta Roots Music Festival, April 9th in Helena, Arkansas. Time out's over and we're going to the full court press. Now let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on The Setup as we get set to close out a Thursday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, obviously, a lot of talk about uh, A-State today, just given the current state of affairs that have been going on. But uh, on a more positive note, the Memphis Grizzlies won last night, 112-111 to against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Spurs missed a chance at a last-second shot to give the Grizz the win last night, uh, still playing without no John Morant, but it didn't much matter. Uh, Tyus Jones went for 25. Dylan Brooks went for 21. Desmond Bain with 15. And then Melton and Clark added double digits off the bench as well. Even survived a performance that wasn't great from Jaron Jackson last night. So, they have clinched home court until the Western Conference Finals. And it's just been kind of pretty crazy to see how quickly they have turned this around and the the amount of depth they have uh, they have built up. You don't have to go too far back. Matter of fact, you go back to that we'll go back to 2018-2019. The 2018-19 season for the Memphis Grizzlies. First off, they didn't make the playoffs. Second off, they didn't even come close. They were 33 and 49. They were tied with the Pelicans the Ma- and the Mavericks for the second worst record in the West. The only team with a worst record was the Phoenix Suns, who were 19 and 63 and who obviously are now, you know, at the top. But 33 and 49 for the Grizz. 
a winning percentage of 40.2% in 2018-19. You go and look at 2019-20, it wasn't really and truthfully a whole lot better. They were 34-39, and 39, and the only reason they got into the playoffs, uh, or didn't get into the playoffs, that's right, because they started the play-in game. They, they lost the play-in game to Portland and didn't get into the playoffs. So you go from those two years to now, they have clinched the two spot in the West. They have won the Southwest Division for the first time in franchise history. And it's also the highest seed they have ever been going into going into the playoffs. So it is it it's is crazy. pretty crazy to just see how quickly they have turned this around and the depth, the overall depth they have built up in about a two to three year span since they did the whole you know, complete roster overhaul, essentially, in the summer of 2019. And I think, honestly, you know, now that we're pretty far forward from that Jonas Valanciunas trade, I think it's changed the team completely. I mean, I think it was a great trade. And yeah, I know initially a lot of people were shocked, including myself, where I was kind of like, you're trading for an older center. Didn't really make sense to me. But defensively, it has made all the difference. I mean, Steven Adams is a machine, but... Yeah, it's been huge for the Grizzlies, and they've just made really smart moves while they weren't blockbuster trades or anything. They made moves that were smart at what needed to be done to clear up cap space or whatever needed to be done, and it's worked out great. So hats off to the front office and coaches and everything. And Well, you know, another thing that happened with that Valanciunas trade this summer, so it was Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, two future first-round picks to the Grizz for Jonas mm-hmm. Valanciunas. One of those first-round picks was this year's first round in which the Grizzlies took Zaire Williams, who has been yeah. a contributor off the bench as well. So, um, yeah, you know, getting Steven Adams into the fold has been has proved to be really good for the Grizz. Like, listen, the guy's not going to go out and score a billion points every night, but he's going to do the dirty work, get rebounds, get blocks, be a rim protector, and has been really good for the Grizz. So, from that standpoint, there's a lot to be excited about. Uh, you know, especially going into the playoffs where I feel like the Western Conference severely, and I mean severely, tapers off after the sixth seed. Because the Nuggets would be the sixth seed right now, and I, I, I want no part of the Grizzlies playing the Denver Nuggets. I, I want no part of seeing Jokic in the playoffs. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. But you, 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 look at the, uh, you look at the NBA standings in, in what is going to be the play-in game between the uh, 7, 8, 9, and 10 seeds. It's a battle. As, as the two seed, you're going to play the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Clippers, or the Timberwolves. I'll take the Grizzlies in literally any of those series. I, it's, I, I, I'll take them in four to five games in any of those series. Yeah, the only one that I would say maybe six is the Timberwolves just because they, they always give the Grizzlies trouble. Not sure why. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's just it's weird. It's like a – huge drop-off in the play, and it's like a battle of, like, the worst team in the league. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and listen, if if the Warriors keep falling off and the Mavericks can hang on to that three-seed, I'll take the Grizz to go to the conference finals. I, I, think the matchup, yeah. I think the matchups are good there. Uh, I think the matchups are good, honestly, no matter what, since... I, I don't know that I like the Grizzlies in a matchup with Denver or with Phoenix. I think they can beat anyone else besides Denver and besides Phoenix. Yeah, I would have to see. I think my biggest thing would be I'd have to see that first round of those two teams or, you know, the previous games. Because if it's, um, 
late season Suns, I might take the Grizzlies. If it's late season Nuggets, I might also take the Grizzlies. But it's just I don't know. It's NBA is such a game where in the regular season you could have a really red hot team, and then they go to the playoffs and they get like four pieced. I mean, it's just the playoffs are a whole different breed. So they are. So from that standpoint, listen, there's a lot to be excited about. But you know, you start you stop thinking about this season momentarily, and you look ahead. And one of the questions is always going to be, all right, how do the Grizz retain all these guys? Because eventually, your stars aren't going to be on rookie contracts. Your role players who have emerged into starters aren't going to be on either rookie contracts or, you know, making no money, essentially. Everyone's going to want a pay raise. So there was this article that came out this morning by Brian Winhorst over at ESPN, who covers the NBA. And it was a little bit of a profile of Robert Para, who is the Grizz owner. Uh, obviously, Para is a guy that's not really seen around a ton. He's good for maybe being there for two or three games a year, if that, and that's about it. But quietly, over the last few years, over the last 10 years since he has bought the Grizz, he has become the third richest owner in the NBA. Uh, right now, he's worth about uh, $15 billion dollars. And seems ready to pay over the course of the next few offseason when contracts come up. Uh, you know, you can go and read the article uh, uh, that Brian Windhorst put out, and you know, talk about how Para and Zach Kleiman, the GM of the Grizz, appear ready to pay whatever to be able to keep this team and keep this roster intact. Which obviously is huge to be able to retain a core that's this young long term. So. To me, that was that was some of the best news we got. Regardless of the 2C, regardless of the Southwest Division, to me, that's some of the best news we've gotten about the Grizz uh, over the last 24 hours is that, listen, when, when these contracts come up, because John Morant's going to be eligible for a big contract this summer, when these contracts come up and you have to pay Morant, you have to pay Bain, and you have to pay Tyus Jones, and you have to pay DeAnthony Melton and whoever else, the Grizz seem pretty much set on – we're going to pay these guys as long as they're contributing. Yeah, so as you should. That um, that was good news to come out. I, I I did not realize Robert Perry had quietly climbed up to be the third richest owner. I didn't in, either uh, in the NBA right now. That's wild. It uh, it's pretty wild. So, Grizz of the two seed have clinched the Southwest Division. Really, nothing more to nothing left to play for. And so, I I mean, I would assume that everyone is resting for the rest of the year. You have yeah, five games left. Hundred percent. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five games left. I better not see a starter playing the last five games. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for us. Uh, the Drive with Brad Bobo is next from 3 to 6. Uh, tomorrow morning, the front row with Pedro from 7 to 10. 10 to 12, it's Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, it's the Workday Red Zone. That gets you back to us tomorrow. From 2 to 3, for Andrew, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.